Welcome back, sports fans. Boy, have we got some fun times for you in this episode. We've got to talk about soccer. Yes, you heard that right. We've got to talk about baseball. Yes, you heard that right. And, of course, we have some celebrating to do. I'm Huli. I'm the Joe. And what happened, Joe? What happened? Well, I'm pretty sure that basketball season is over now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the finals are done? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The finals went to seven games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the Golden State Warriors, right? The champions from last year? Yeah, with the MVP. The unanimous MVP. And they were playing the Cleveland Cavaliers? Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, the lowly Cleveland Cavaliers. So you're telling me last Sunday night the Cleveland Cavaliers played a game with a chance to walk off the court as champions? Something that hasn't been done in the city of Cleveland since 1964. That's exactly what we're telling you, Joe. Well, I can't wait to find out what happened. Me neither. We are the champions, my moment we've all been waiting for the starting lineup all right boys first up big trade in chicago this week that's right topping off the nba headlines this week derrick rose has been traded to the new york knicks for robin lopez jaron grant and jose calderon going over with rose is justin holiday and a 2017 second round draft pick and Bulls coach Fred Hoiberg said recently in an interview that he's very excited to be playing with Brooke Lopez, which presents a small problem for Fred. As I've just said, he's playing with Robin Lopez. And to make him look even dumber, no one wants to play with Brooke Lopez. <laughs> Whew, sounds like allegedly there's a big shakeup where the UFC is concerned as well. Allegedly, nothing confirmed. A group head by Patriots owner Robert Kraft has put in a bid to buy the UFC at a staggering $4.2 billion, which is actually good news for UFC fans with Robert Kraft in charge. We're hoping there'll be a little bit of a deflate gate and some of that hot air won't come out of Joe Rogan's mouth. I mean, $4.2 billion is a lot of money. With that sum, you could purchase approximately $140 million tap out t-shirts and exactly zero respect for wearing them (laughs) (laughs) Uh, news from the broncos training camp 
Beat writers surrounding the Broncos have said that the front office is very happy with Mark Sanchez, the eighth-year signal caller, as their quarterback. With Mark Sanchez, the eight-year veteran, as their signal caller, uh, saying that it does give them the best shot at repeating as Super Bowl champions. Checking in with the bookmakers in Vegas, you can see that the Denver Broncos have the exact odds of 50 to no. Just no. <laughs> with Mark Sanchez as their quarterback. So good luck, you gentlemen, Broncos. Sanchez may be new to the Broncos, but the NHL is entirely new to Las Vegas. The NHL announced this week that Las Vegas will be home to the newest expansion making it 31 teams in the league. Uh, the name is yet to be decided, but they are already planning on some... They're already planning ways to get some crowds out to the games. Uh, some promotions under consideration are $20 chip night, where you get a token to Caesars and nachos for $20. <laughs> to appeal to tourists, they will have a cannon that shoots rolled-up Tweety Bird shirts. And after any victory, you can take your ticket stub to the Bunny Ranch for a buy one, get one. And also, since they're in the desert... You could always just throw up a sign, free air conditioning. <laughs> That's actually fantastic news for Las Vegas, because up until now, the only ice that has been there has been meth. <laughs> and finally, some uh, what's going on in tennis? Wimbledon got kicked off in England this week, and after the first day, the next morning, thousands of Britons were left to Google... What is Wimbledon? like it's time for walk-ons all right well football still training baseball is going strong obviously basketball just finished up hockey just finished up guess guess it's time to spend some time on soccer yeah i guess we could talk about the most popular sport in the world <laughs> for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a fair compromise to me. Uh, both uh, Copa America and uh, EuroLeague are... Uh, well, Copa America's done. Yes. EuroLeague is also done? No, no. there's still more to it. Yeah, there's absolutely... Th there's a very tough bracket in the Euro. We're huge fans. Uh, let, let's talk about... I actually like it. Whatever. Yes, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Copa. Um, there were some great games, some fantastic stories. U.S. was able to host the tournament for the first, first time. time. This was uh, this was the 100th anniversary of the Copa America tournament. Um, it was also the first time that it's been more than 12 teams. They did 16 teams uh -huh. um, and invited Mexico and the United States in, um, and I think one or two teams from Asia as well. Um, but, yeah, this was a pretty big deal. Um, uh, 
Chile won uh, the the last Copa America tournament mm-hmm. uh, against Argentina. Uh, just keep that in mind when we get to the finals for Later. this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. America. Uh, let's talk about them. Uh, normally, a country that does not do very well in international tournaments. I think we went into this rank thirty second. Jurgen Klinsmann has been trying to get control over a young team and put places in and pull older players out and put some new ones in. Uh, some of the moves didn't make any sense. Why right, or why Tim Howard was not in our semifinal game is kind of beyond me. I mean... It, yeah, he's he's one of the one guys that I know from that team, so you think he should be... Decent. I mean, he's a top-tier player in the EPL, which yeah. is the best in the world. So... That didn't make a whole lot of sense, but uh, I got to give it up to the U.S. We did very well. We made it into the knockout round. We beat Ecuador 2-1, and then we ran into the best team in the world in Argentina, and we got beat 4 nothing, which is not great. If we could have gotten one goal, I would have taken that as an absolute success. Yeah. Like, 4-0 is tough to be like, well, you know, we really did. But, like, they did all right. I'm happy for our boys. Um, a game that was very entertaining to watch was the quarterfinals between Mexico and Chile. Mm-hmm. The Joe MB, did either of you see this or the highlights from it? Absolutely not. not a second. It was amazing. <laughs> it's it start. It was like it was seven nothing, and it wasn't even that close. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. holy shit! Yeah, like they blew up early. Like they started putting goals in. Like wasn't there a World Cup final? In the last like couple years, that was like eight to two or some shit. I think that was, was Germany like, super, Brazil. It, is what yeah, it t- that's exactly what I'm thinking of. I remember after that game, uh, I read stories about how people kept trying to upload the whole match to like Pornhub. Uh, just called like Brazil getting fucked. That's really <laughs> funny. And so like b- like the websites had to put out a thing like, no, please stop this. Stop joke. doing that. Please stop this. <laughs> that's really really funny. But that's real. Um, yeah, uh, that's but, real. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like, it happened, like, goal in the 16th minute, goal in the last minute of the first half in 44, and then after that, they just went bananas. 49, 52, 1 in 57, 1 in 73. Like, it just was an absolute onslaught. That was Chile over Mexico? Yeah, and it was it was great to watch Mexico lose. I mean, not because I'm a, you know, Trump-thumping asshole, but <laughs> fuck Mexico. Chicharito's a punk. Like I just don't like them as a squad. That's you're. That's fair. You're allowed to dislike other teams of a of a competitive tournament. I mean, I can't. I feel like now as an American, sometimes you got to be like, here's my qualifier. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> not just because I want a wall built. Yeah, but it's sure. like it's funny because you, you could be like, oh yeah, man, I can't stand the German team. I can't stand the Chilean team. I can't stand the Argentinian team. But it's like, oh, the Mexicans. Like, <laughs> oh, there's they're like they're our neighbors. It's like you want to keep it down. <laughs> no, I mean, they're right there, um, but it was it was great to watch them lose. It was a very entertaining game, and Chile is a fantastic team that actually ended up in the finals. Yeah, uh, against again uh, Argentina, who uh, widely seen as as one of the stronger teams playing with arguably one of the greatest players all time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, Lionel Messi playing for them. So. Very exciting final game. It was. How were the first 90 minutes, the Joe? Scoreless. Oh, no. How about the next 30 minutes? Scoreless. Oh, no. (laughs) That's right. 
The game was one zero zero because that is something that can happen in soccer. Uh-huh. Uh, winning with four penalty kicks to made to two. Yes. Chile took the title from Argentina for the second Copa in a row. Um, also, uh, within uh, uh, minutes, you could see Messi was not happy. When he got brought up to the podium for his second place medal, he took it off within seconds of having it draped over his neck, and he did announce that he will be retiring from the Argentinian team. Uh, at 29, he intends to retire. I mean, if I gave up on my dreams, as a 31-year-old man, if I gave up on my dreams at 29, then I wouldn't be where I am today as the assistant manager for a customer support team for a call center for, oh my God, Lionel, get out while you still can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this this is Messi's uh, fourth loss in the finals, third in a row. Like man, yeah, 2014, I like they lost to Germany in the World Cup. Like, yeah, he's he gets so close and doesn't. I can't imagine being a fan of such a tortured sports team. Uh, <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I mean, good on Chile. I, I this was again their second in a row. I I I. Uh, from the message boards I read in researching these games, it appears that even the fans didn't expect it. So no, no, so no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- well, I mean, there were there were some big exit. Uh, Brazil left early, paving the way, leaving it open a little bit. So uh, yeah, there can- was a lot of a lot of defense and uh, um, a lot of uh, um, uh, the referees were very involved early in the game. In fact, uh, yes. eight yellow cards were given. I mean, more cards were handed out at this game than at a hold'em table in Atlantic City. <laughs> uh, another two ejections. So it was really, yeah, it just kind of came down to the end. Messi uh, had a had a, one of the penalty kicks go just a little high. So I, I can understand why he, he kind of feels um, responsible and kind of, you know, beaten up about it. Yeah, so the correct thing to do is quit and leave your team high and dry. Leave your country waiting, wanting for more, and the best player in the world retired at 29. I'll say it. He's taking Boo. Boo uh. you, Messi. He's just taking his talents elsewhere. Maybe maybe he'll come back in a couple years yeah, and everything will be okay. Taking his talents to a souther beach. He's going to go play for the Falkland Islands. <laughs> uh, fans of Team Argentina, I beg of you, please don't burn his jersey. You will regret it. <laughs> uh, let's move over to the Euro Cup, um, where we just completed the, I believe, second round. I'm not really... Positive of the mechanics of the Euro Cup. Um, yeah, we're in the uh, we're in the knockout stages at this point, so it's uh, much of the same. Like uh, any of the major soccer tournaments, you have groups A through E. You have a group of death, and the top two move on, and everything's from there. So now uh, we are in the. I mean, just done with the round of sixteen. There were two sides that were vastly different in this round of 16. Did, were you able to see any of these? No, but I, I, I read more about these games than I did for the Copa games. Uh, I mean, there was one side that was just absolutely stacked with French, Belgium, Italy, Hungary, Spain, England. And then the other one is like Switzerland, Poland, Croatia, Portugal. And it was just like... 
vastly different. Vastly. Wales was in that group. Northern Ireland, like... The disparity amongst these teams going into this round of 16 is anything anyone can talk about. Yeah, um, I, I kept reading about lopsided draws uh, in yes. regards to this tournament. Yes. Um, although it did end up producing, from what I understand, an incredible game and one of the biggest upsets perhaps ever for a, yeah. a soccer team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would, of course, be please, in... Please talk about it. I love to hear them lose. Uh, Iceland defeats England 2-1. to one. Um, Literally, within minutes, before the players had left the field, the English manager resigned. <laughs> Holy shit. Be- before his players were up off the field, he was like, nah, I'm done. That's weird for Britain. Normally, they pull out before shit goes down. Uh, historical burn. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, the the English team is very uh, upset about the loss. Um, you know, they're going to try to recover. They're also uh, within the next few weeks uh, planning to hold an in out referendum to discuss leaving the Euro Cup. So, uh, wow, we'll see. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah, you know what is Wimbledon? I, I have no idea. Uh, speaking of what is Wimbledon and a couple other, uh, Wales was able to advance past Northern Ireland, which happy to watch them lose all the time as mm-hmm. well. Uh, a little upset that the Northern Irish were wearing green jerseys, but that's my own personal. Uh, ha, ha. Those bastards. I, ser- I turned it on. I'm like, that is weird. I'm like, fuck you guys. That is really weird. I mean, now, like, who can say? Because <laughs> they might fucking bail altogether. Like, I don't know. It's going to be sure. real fucked. It's going to be really fucked. Yeah. But I don't know. I was just upset about that. But happy that to see really them go strange. home. Put uh, on some orange, you fucking. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the whole point wasps. of the Irish flag. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, Ireland was defeated by France. They move on. The Italians beat Spain. They move on. Belgium so. overtakes Hungary. Germany overtakes Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Portugal defeats Croatia 1-0. Huge game there. So in the uh, so in the powerhouses quarterfinals, looks like we got Poland, Portugal, Wales, Belgium. So a team that wasn't supposed to really make it at all, a Cinderella squad in Wales versus Belgium, a perennial powerhouse and favorite to win it. Uh, and then Italy, Germany, which is a great access alley fight. And then <laughs> France, Iceland, which should be super fun to watch also. Yeah, I'm so excited for Iceland. I mean, it's a the, the, they're the smallest country in the tournament, about 330,000 people in mm-hmm. the country. Yeah. Um just on infographic today explaining how the 23 men were chosen for the team. Mm-hmm. It basically was like, well, half the population's women, you know, this many are under 18, this many are over 60. Here's the people who are working on like volcano research. Here's the manager, here was the team, like the team doctor, and it only left 23 men in the population. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sfjorn, Bjorn, Sfjorn 2, and Fat Bjorn. Come on, you're, you're playing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my, my money's on Square Sven. <laughs> he likes his death metal. Uh, but very exciting. Great tournament going on. The games are on very early for us, but it's fantastic for me to wake up and nurse my hangovers with a beer and watch some European soccer. I was very excited to see England lose and get bounced. 
was very pleased about that. I think one of my favorite parts of watching any soccer game is just watching these guys lose their minds after making a goal. Like, just running around like airplanes, all of their teammates <laughs> right behind them. I mean, of course they're, like, out of their gourd. It's only, like, the eighth time that their country has scored a goal in the last 200 years because that's how this sport works. <laughs> so, good on all of them. Uh, yeah, they get they get excited about it. They sure do. I mean, Again, the Copa Cup was won 0-0. <laughs> and we're looking forward to the next six goals scored in the Euro to decide the whole tournament. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you brought, up, you brought up an interesting point that uh, Iceland is 330,000 people. Mm-hmm. We are, I'm not mathing well, 330 million people. They're in abouts. Uh, we can't form a formidable team to make a run in the tournament. They, with a town a little larger than Toledo, is making a deep run. Yeah. Why can't the U.S. translate that into either the Copa or its own international game? Why are the U.S. men not doing what we should? That's a, that's a great question. In conjunction, why are the women able to kick so much ass? I think I have an answer for that. I, I, without being too in-depth in the world of soccer, I, I would have to imagine that the the men are drawn to other sports and i think that the women with fewer professional outlets it's i mean it's either what soccer it's either soccer or basketball if a woman wants to be like a, a, in a in a um organized team sport yeah and i mean with soccer is even pretty hit or miss like mm-hmm. the yeah there's women. no like Women's professional soccer leagues have come and gone yeah. a lot over the past, like, decade or so. You're right. I mean, so it's either, like, WNBA or, or uh, roller derby. Yeah. <laughs> like, Windy, Windy City Rollers, shout out. Hell yeah. Um, I, th- I think the, wi- the women do well in this country, as, a, as opposed to some others. There are, there are some uh, that don't necessarily put the money into women's athletics that we would. Certain, That's not a bad point. Uh, I mean, there are absolutely countries in the Middle East that are not promoting yeah. women's soccer yeah, very I guess strongly. I, I never really thought about that, but that's a, a solid point that, like, the playing field, so to speak, <laughs> is literally just uneven because we're s- – I mean, we don't pay them equally, but <laughs> – Right. We at least have a little bit better of a infrastructure for women to play and become a part of it. That's kind of what I think it is for the men is the lack of in- infrastructure that the other countries and teams have. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessary because, like, man, we have so many gifted, so many gifted athletes in this country. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, if Allen Iverson had played soccer, I still think he would be the greatest striker in history. <laughs> like, had he been able to, like, put all of his nath- – like, yes, he would have been phenomenal. Uh, I, I, don't, s- I don't think there's a sport that LeBron James couldn't play. How how would he be good in soccer? He could be a Same fantastic goal. goalie. Yeah. yeah you, you, he would have so many uh, um, like co- coast-to-coast goals. <laughs> yeah. He would just boot it. And then would knock the, knock the other goalie into the net. Like Rocket League or something. Yes. <laughs> he would have a cool shot. Um, wow, OMG, nice shot, nice shot. <laughs> Chad has been disabled for three seconds. <laughs> uh, I do, I mean, I think it's, um, 
lack of popularity. I don't. I. I don't think it's athletes. I don't think it's lack of athletes. I think it's. I, I think it's lack of uh, identified and trained athletes, it, who are interested in, and actively, pursuing soccer. I. I, I think you're. Ex- uh, uh, I think we're saying the same thing. I think that the guys who would be really good at this sport are doing other things. Potentially. I don't know. I just think that they don't have, um, like, the same training that necessarily the kids do. Like, Messi went to Barcelona at 13 to go play. That's something that doesn't happen here. Yeah, I mean, he was part of the 2004 World Cup team. Again, he is 29 this year in 2016, so 12 years ago. He was playing in a World Cup at, like, 17 or 18. Jesus. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right. I mean— I think it's the the kids who want to do it probably get better training elsewhere, and I think if a kid I think if a kid wants to be athletic here, he has so many options for what he can do. He can do football, baseball, um, sure, soccer, hockey, or not so much soccer, but <laughs> hockey, lacrosse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, tennis, bowling is more popular. NASCAR is more popular here. Like, I, I think that if a kid is looking. At, at all of the options, I think just by volume, fewer kids are going to be choosing the soccer here in the United States than they would elsewhere, personally. Sure. I don't know. Just a thought. I thought I thought it was, you know, interesting. Yeah. For sure. I, I mean, like I said, you guys have made some points that I hadn't even considered. I also would posit that I think in our lifetimes we will see a shift in the uh, popularity of soccer in the strength of American soccer teams uh, just because the more people aren't going to let their kids play football. Yes. And yes. At, to a lesser extent, hockey, the yes. absolute more they're going to be playing soccer. Yes. I completely agree. Avoid concussions by playing a sport when you hit a ball with your head. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's totally real. I mean, par- uh, there are going to be a lot of suburban white moms who are like, well, that's not. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like, you can't really blame them. No. <laughs> no. And it makes, I don't, it makes sense for, like, uh, inner city schools as well and schools that don't have as much money exactly. and funding and everything. I was going to say that. that All like, the pads for football, the equipment for soccer is much, much less than yeah. what's needed for football. Yeah. Like, it's a cheaper and sport hockey. to play. Jesus. And hockey, for yeah. sure. There's yeah. such expense. You have to sink yeah. so much money into them. You mm-hmm. know? Well, just think about what it, what the maintenance of the rink must cost. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, like, yeah. that, that, I can't even imagine well, what they, that is. Well, they, I mean, a lot of times it's a, it's a you know, third-party rink, and then the school has to then rent ice time and that. Like, yeah. it's not. That makes sense. Yeah, it's not cheap, as opposed to, hey, we got a field? Cool. We built a couple of, couple of goals. Here's a ball. Yeah. Go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's that's I was thinking about that when you're talking about like the popularity in other countries like America. The Americans are so about like just things and like bullshit that it seems mm-hmm. like m- make to make a little more sense. And it's just football is just so entrenched in yeah. the culture that like that's what people want to do. But, you know, I mean, yeah, I think if I'm if I'm a 16 year old. And I, I'm looking at all my options for what I can maybe do for the rest of my life. YouTube star is pretty appealing. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are the odds that I'm going to hit it big there? 
or soccer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if they looked, maybe soccer is a better option. What's the average length of an NFL career? Three years? I think, yeah, two and a half, three years. I mean, if you can get into professional league in Europe, you can play anywhere forever. Yeah. Yeah. Just some thoughts. Well, that's our soccer wrap-up. <laughs> yeah. For... When's the next World Cup? 2018? Sure. <laughs> we'll see you then, kids. All right, boys, I'm taking over for a few minutes. Uh, first up, I want to talk about the Upton Brothers. As a Braves fan, the Upton Brothers are a real sticking point. I think that the team really suffered while they were on it. We had to make some pretty, like, shitty trades, um, especially for um, Melvin, nay, BJ, um, uh, Upton, who who went to the Padres as well as his brother Justin, who now plays for the Detroit Tigers. What I'm here to speak to you about today is that um, I truly believe that at some point during spring training, um, while Beach, I'm sorry, <laughs> Mel, was down in the Cactus League. And Brother Justin was down in the Grapefruit League. Both of them took their third strike, uh, which was swinging, <laughs> at the same time. And s- both of them swung all the way around, just way too hard, wrapped it up, conked the back of their head with their bat like a friggin' <laughs> little leaguer, fell to the ground, everyone gathering around, and when they awoke, they realized that they had been Freaky Friday. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they knew it right away. You know, when when old Mel woke up in Florida, and uh, when and uh, you know, brother Justin woke up in Arizona, and they were like, "Well, guess this is it." Guess we're <laughs> guess we're playing on opposite teams this year. It's first time in a while they had been on separate teams. It's just a real freak accident. I back this up with some statistics. Melvin Upton has opened his season with the Padres. With he has already hit eleven home runs in uh, two seventy six at bats. Which may not seem like all that much, but he hit, that is, for less than half a season, (laughs) he hit 
a whopping 21 in his two seasons in Atlanta. Holy shit. So he has hit as many home runs as he had for the Braves. Or he's hit half as many home runs as he had for the Braves in half of a season. Just one stat. Just whipping out one stat. His brother, Brother Justin, um, in the first season of, I believe, a six-year multi, multi-million dollar contract with the Detroit Tigers, has a whopping 96 strikeouts thus far, leading the American League. Wow. <laughs> His batting average overall, Justin, that is, is 231. Melvin's not all that much better. The guy has 17 stolen bases. That's got to be towards the top of the American League. Uh, Justin's got uh, five yeah you could you could just go across the board and compare their stats and be pretty blown away especially if you consider that melvin was unloaded the braves traded inarguably at the time the best say uh closing pitcher in baseball to the padres for essentially peanuts just to unload bj just he was the dog shit on Craig Kimbrell's shoe when he was traded. So uh, he's garbage. Gets traded away. Is included in a package as a nope. We don't want him on our roster. Cannot and, imagine what we would have gotten for Kimbrell otherwise. And then he just starts murdering. So he played. He only played about half the season for the Padres last year uh, due to an injury that he actually. Um, got while he was still in brave spring training <laughs> um which is just all the way hilarious and now <laughs> tonight earlier tonight i like when i look went to look up some stats for melvin he followed up a 462 foot home run <laughs> on the fourth pitch of the game as the first time he has been the leadoff batter this season maybe ever for the padres the icing on the cake of that long homer too is that not only did he break the previous Padres record uh, since they started recording that stat in 09, but also the person who he topped was none other than his freaky brother, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> so Justin topped himself is what I'm saying. <laughs> only he could. You burnt. And uh, those numbers, Justin signed a six-year, 130 Three milli dolly contract. That's a lot of milli dollies. So many milli dollies. He robbed a home run from JJ Hardy, like over wow. the wall, grabbed it like on a foot over the wall, wow. grabbed it, turned a double play, got the guy at first. <laughs> wow. Like it's insane. Like he's just, even in his days in Tampa Bay, he just like wasn't putting out those numbers. So it's just really interesting. I can't wait to see what the Tigers uh, pull off to try to get them switches back. I I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't. A couple options: you can either buy like enchanted earrings. Um, you can have them pee into a fountain at the same time. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Monkey's paw. Yeah. Um, fortune cookies. I lightning, believe. Is lightning yeah. strike. <laughs> I, um, so I mean, you, they, they uh, have options. They should take notes. I hear that this year is their. 
what 25th birthday and it's also a full moon <laughs> so if they go out and build a circle of candles with a picture of their mother inside <laughs> and then two nuts on either side with a little justin face and a little melvin face drawn on it <laughs> you throw that into the fire i am sure that detroit is going to do everything they can uh especially <laughs> i'm sorry i mean we're talking about the uh marlins and their hitting coach yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry about it d gordon that's my um that's the that's the biggest thing i wanted to talk about just as a, a very quick overall give me like two minutes on the clock and right. I'll uh, take us around the horn. Squeeze out one more MLB BM. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me uh, – you got a three, a two, a one. You got it. All right. The Cubs are, as was expected, just tearing it up. They're uh, a little streaky. They've been not as great in the last month or so. But last night, um, Chris Bryant mm-hmm. – Chris, great at baseball, Bryant, um, has – uh, set a major league record. He did something no one had ever done in a game before. Three home runs and two doubles in the same goddamn game. They're <laughs> unstoppable. They have the best record in the league. I take that back. They have the best record in the National League. On the AL side, the Texas Rangers look like overall probably the best team in the league right now. Um, just in terms of consistency, they're just far more consistent than the Cubs have been. Do not count out my boy Joe's Cleveland Indians, though. They are on a 11-game winning streak, including two games they have just taken off of my Atlanta Braves, who have the next to worst record in Major League Baseball. Um, 11 games, that's almost 10% of a season. Yeah, they've only won 46. <laughs> wow. And they've won 11 of those straight. That's awesome. Um, so that is uh, over in a, in a really good division, too. That's been all over the place. The yeah. um, Royals have been very inconsistent. The Tigers, as you heard, have had one of their key power hitters just not doing it for them. And while the White Sox were looking incredible at the start of the season and we were hypothesizing about a Crosstown Classic Series, it doesn't look as likely. They're in fourth in their division now. Granted, uh, that's only two and a half games behind the Royals, but Cleveland mm. is just tearing it up. Um, that's, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, I got a quick one for the Cubs to tag on to it. MLB released their uh, voting for the All-Star game this week, and if that were to go down right now, the entire infield would be Cubs players. That does not surprise me. First through third shortstop, and they still have an outfielder on there as well. I mean, the fact that they are doing as well as they are without Schwarber and with some, like, kind of question marks in their um, rotation, it's just just great. Um, Side note, I was also – able to smoke weed all over Wrigley Field this past weekend <laughs> as I was able to see fish in Wrigley. So I think I burnt down that curse of the goat for him. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta smoke it out. Roll up the ivies. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, boys. We didn't do a show last week, but something really, really important happened. Breaking news. Every sports city in the country has a longer championship drought than Cleveland, Ohio. Your world champions of basketball, (laughs) Cleveland Cavaliers! So, hashtag real talk. I got emotional during that announcement. (laughs) Right there. Uh, This was, uh, this is real. So this, this really happened, right? (laughs) This wasn't a joke. Yeah, for sure. No, I I watched uh, it. I keep pinching myself to wake up and sexually and nothing helps. (laughs) 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 Um, yeah, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers broke a 52 year drought for the city of Cleveland in regards to being the best at a sport. Uh, took the Golden State Warriors to seven games. Uh, they were down 3-1 after game four because that's obviously when that that record would be held. Um, no team has ever come back from a 3-1 deficit uh, in the NBA Finals before, but uh, I heard earlier this season that if Cleveland ever wins a championship, it's not going to be expected. Um, and that, that sure as shit happened. I, I landed from a flight from Denver about 45 minutes after tip-off, got home to catch the end of the, the second quarter and the rest of the game. Uh, and I broke down in very confused, disbelieving tears <laughs> uh, as soon as the clock struck zero. Um yeah. I mean, Jesus, we, we've had the fumble, the drive, the shot. The decision. The decision, the blown save, courtesy of Jose Mesa. Um, we had Red Right 88. Um, we had Willie Mays, the catch against us in, like, the yes. 50s. Yes, yes. Uh, and now um, – we have – I've seen a couple different names for it. I've seen this be the block. Mm, yes. The three. I, mm, I I have to ask, since we're on it, I wanted to wait. Which one is which one was bigger? I mean, in, in my head, I can tell you the, the three is bigger. But watching it, that feeling it. Fucking block. Yeah, the block, your head is wrong. The block is, the block is the most iconic. The block is it. Sorry, Kyrie, you're not LeBron. It wasn't that block. He, it's what he does. That fucking block. Oh, that God. was the moment, man. It yes. was. That was when, like, there, there was little doubt for me after that. I was like, "Fuck, he is not going down. Like, he is no. on a one-man motherfucking mission." Yeah, and seeing him break down and fall to the court after oh. the. the the final buzzer. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I'm it, getting we, emotional. We, 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 were, we yeah. were the Cavs won Game Seven, ninety three, eighty nine. So we were up by four. Um, uh, Warriors got the ball back with like fifteen seconds left. We let them eat seven, eight seconds, and then fouled them. We had one to give. They had six, seven, six or seven seconds left on the clock, and we're just dribbling around looking for a three. And 
I just kept screaming, like, don't touch them, don't foul them. Like, even if they sink a three, that does nothing to change the outcome of the game. It would have it would have yeah. had to be a, a three and a foul, a three and one to tie it up. And it, it I mean, it, I, I've been trained to just have this hole in the pit of my stomach where all hope circles like a like a bathtub drain like, and then empties into the the black nothingness of my cleveland sports soul it's the sarlacc pit of your tummy <laughs> yeah and no matter how hard we try boba fett gets eaten every every single, single time, time <laughs> but not this year um congratulations yeah. uh congratulations to you lebron garbage human jr smith uh who still hasn't put a shirt on yet uh, y'all we're at 72 days at this point <laughs> There have uh, been filibusters that were shorter. You, there were sit-ins that lasted shorter. <laughs> I think there were countries after the old Eastern Slavic bloc broke up that lasted longer <laughs> than J.R. Smith not putting on his shirt. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, he may be wearing a shirt right now, and we just don't know, in so much that they have made a T-shirt that replicates exactly J.R. Smith's torso and upper arms, tattoo for tattoo, so you can look exactly... Like J.R. Smith, Garbage Human, slash world champion. Oh, I like that addition. Thank you. <laughs> like the waybo's on you. I, I, think, I think it's only fair that he gets both of those titles. One one is mandated. The other one was earned. Yeah, the other well, one they, is. Well, they've both been earned. <laughs> they have both been earned. One is optional, and I will not be calling him, unless it's J.R. Smith. Garbage Human, J.R. Smith, WC. GHWC. It's almost like. It, it's almost like a water closet. garbage human water closet (laughs) (laughs) so he can have that but i am i'm very excited uh i did not think that your boy lou could get the job done i thought blatt was doing a great job yeah i'll give it up he did fine against steve kerr which i didn't think was going to happen uh you guys made some great defensive adjustments um Kevin Love on Steph Curry at the end of the game on that one possession was just yeah like bonkers. people go you know they they give him a lot of flack. Uh, I mean he he finished with 14, 14 rebounds and the highest plus minus of anybody with plus nineteen uh, in that game. Um, K Love did. Can I can I ask you this? Of course. If Draymond plays game, uh, what do you miss five? Mm-hmm. Do you guys win that game? I don't deal with hypotheticals. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> no, we probably not. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, as Mary Beth said, LeBron was a man on a mission. Yes. And yes, I, yes. I don't know. I mean, I so mean, like, yeah, he was headed for another one of those situations where even if they lost, you guys had lost game seven. He had still put himself into position for a discussion of finals MVP back to back two years in a row, yeah. regardless if his team didn't win. Like yeah. you put up 42 point games back to back with the fucking triple double on the back end like buddy yeah i remember i don't know if this was on mic or not but i just remember talking to you um about it after they went down three to one and you said actually i think it was even after they had come back to it was when it was three two yeah and uh or three three, three three and you were like well i told myself when they were at three one we needed three 40 point games from lebron and he's got two. Yeah. And he got fucking three. And it was just like, yeah, like, that's <laughs> yeah. what they I mean, 
needed. <laughs> that, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> that game five without Green was the one where both Kyrie and LeBron scored 41 points, yeah. which is a, a finals record. No no t- pair of teammates have ever both scored wow. more than 40 before. So, like, I don't know if he would have made a difference. We won the game 112 to 97. Yeah. So, you know, it, there's a chance it, it could have swung. But it, every the funny thing is almost every game except game seven um, – was a blowout was a total blowout it was Uh, yeah for both teams it was so odd it was literally tied three games to three games and like six 12 points to six 12 points yeah and and that's how evenly they were getting blown out and up up until the last uh minute and a half of the of game seven when when the score was tied 89 89 both teams also had a total cumulative score that was the same because they they went into it the same right they're both at 89 so So the total points difference for the whole series was four points which were the four points that won game seven shit that is crazy cleveland (laughs) cavaliers then that guy ate poop at the Cleveland Victory Parade. Uh, the Victory Parade <laughs> in downtown Cleveland was expecting upwards of 800,000 people. Turns out 1.3 million showed up, and one gentleman of that crowd decided to eat horse shit off the ground, and it was recorded. But nobody gives a fuck because you know who's the champions? That guy who ate horse shit. That guy <laughs> who ate horse shit. <laughs> Together, today... We all ate horse shit. <laughs> I did. LeBron did. Drew Carey did. You know Garbage Human J.R. Smith Water Closet did. Oh, we did it! We all ate horse shit! <laughs> For the next year, we all get to eat horse shit! He literally threw it in the air and caught it in his mouth. Like popcorn. <laughs> like fucking popcorn. And it was a fucking horse turd he picked up off the ground in front of 1.3 million people. I mean, not all of them, but... That is just the most fucking bizarre way I've ever seen someone celebrate. Well, yeah. you've never seen Cleveland celebrate wins. No. To be fair, a they, lot of people haven't. No one has. <laughs> yeah, it was Cleveland. <laughs> yes. uh, dra- All right. You had your fun. Time to talk about next season. Yeah. Oh, when we will be the reigning champions looking to defend our title. Sure. I'm not wrong. <laughs> that is a fact. I wanted to spell reigning, R-A-I-N-I-N-G, mm. like you were dripping, but it doesn't matter. You're still the champions for a year. Yeah. We're, gym- we're dripping champion sweat. Ugh. So to get over that, uh, <laughs> they had an NBA draft recently. Yep. Joe, did you watch that? I did not watch the draft. Okay. I watched both rounds of it. That's impressive. Because I'm a nerd. As somebody who follows all seven rounds of the NFL draft, I get it. Yeah, you get it. You get it. There, I get it. There's only two in the NBA, uh, and it turns out there are only about two players in this draft, so there was not a lot happening. Uh, ben Simmons and Brandon Ingram. Yes. Those are the two guys that you wanted. Yes. And then the other 58 sure were players. <laughs> 
Uh, so Simmons went first overall to the 76ers. Yes. This is what Sam Hinkie died for. <laughs> Hashtag trust the process. Um, yeah, I mean, th- th- this is what tanking is was supposed to do, that uh, uh, Simmons could absolutely become a top 10 player in the league, a top 15 player at, at the very least. Um, if he gets his jump shot correct, absolutely. Um, and then, so he's from LSU. Brandon Ingram uh, fell to the... I shouldn't say fell, but was picked at number two by the Lakers. I would say fell to the Lakers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but I'm a Celtics fan, so anytime you go to L.A., it's a fall from anything. Uh, and then who was sitting at number three, Huli? Well, uh, via the Brooklyn Nets, the Boston Celtics were slated to pick number three. So surely they picked the third best player in the draft, yes? Well, here's the thing about that, the Joe. You had two obviously good players, and then you had a group of about five players that were all about the sixth best player in the draft. <laughs> so there was no distinct third. There were a bunch of guys that like, oh, he looks good, and he can maybe do some things. Uh, the Celtics went with a guy named Jalen Brown out of Cal. He's a freshman. He's a swing forward, very versatile defensively, long arms, everything you want, yada, yada. Uh, decent scorer on the wing, and he can play a little bit. Um, it's it's a move. I, I don't think it's a fine move. I don't think they're that much better with him. And I think that they, you're going to take a player that needs a year or two in the league to develop. You take the player with the higher ceiling that mm-hmm. maybe you have a need for more, or you take the better. If you're not going to take the best player in the draft, and the next best player was Chris Dunn, if you're not going to take him – Take the player with the highest ceiling, not necessarily the player that fits your needs, which is kind of what Jalen Brown was. So I didn't like the Celtics draft because they drafted at three, they drafted at 16, and then they drafted again at 23. And both the other two players that they took are international players. Yeah, I think the the guy that they picked at uh, 16, uh, Gershon Yabuseli, France, I think they're really hoping that he's going to turn into a – uh, how to say uh, uh, Laurence Johnson? Oh, uh, I believe it's more of a uh, Draymond Vert with an <laughs> actual jump shot. The kid's supposed to be about the same size, 6'8", big arms, supposed to be real good defensively, and shot like 44% from behind the arc. Like The kid's well. just supposed to be great, but he's 19, so they're going to draft and stash. Yeah. Went the same thing with the center, and then they're going to go draft and stash. Uh, all Danny Age wanted to do is maintain cap flexibility by not having these players under contract. Any player drafted in the first round is guaranteed a contract. Any player drafted in the second round is not. So if you take them, but you leave them overseas, they're still under contract. You can still let them play. You don't have to bring them in. Uh, he maintained all that flexibility in the hopes of being able to sign a free agent offseason splash. <laughs> Kevin <coughs> Durant. <laughs> and uh, maybe the dream s- someone yeah. else. You okay? It sounded like you had some wishful thinking uh, on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Coughed up all my dreams. <laughs> um, we'll sweep them up for you. Realistically, where do you think he goes? Realistically, he signs a one and one and reevaluates his situation. Okay. I was just trying to figure out no. Where, no, that's where real. your head was at. Uh, realistically, I would have liked the Celtics to have done something. 
Uh, for two years now in the offseason, Danny Hange has been priority. Fireworks and fireworks and fireworks. Uh, Rose got traded. Everyone in Boston thought, great, this is a clear-cut option to bring in Jimmy Butler. Uh, the owner, Grousebeck, had called all of the options on the table, rip-off attempts. Uh, I've heard that it was 3-16-23, Brooklyn picks next year, Jay Crowder and Avery Bradley for Butler, which is, in my mind, is too much to give up for Jimmy Butler. Yes, we want fireworks, but not at that. Uh, Celtics fans wanted something, and we didn't get anything, so we're a little hurt. Mm. Beyond that, stuff happened for like nine hours. Uh, there were some, I mean, th- there was some good stuff. I like what the, uh, I like Dragon Bond Bender going to the Suns. I think he'll be phenomenal. Uh, uh, did you see what Sacramento did? Um, yeah, drafted a player that made Boogie very upset. Maybe. Well, he tweeted immediately after the pick happened, Lord, give me strength, and with the praying hands emoji. Mm-hmm. And immediately everyone was like, wow, dude, shitty way to welcome a rookie to your team. And he said, no, 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 no. It was a hot sculpting class I was taking. God. Yep. Uh, Cousins, because the center was drafted. <gasps> and then immediately after said, Lord, give me strength. Uh so obviously, what he was he was doing was a sculpting class, a yes. yoga sculpting class. Yes, sure. Giorgios Papagianis, right. a center from Greece, which I'm pretty sure was the made-up name for uh, Rusty Griswold in Vegas Vacation as well. <laughs> it's so close. <laughs> well, someone's got a new nickname, Rusty Griswold. <laughs> Um, speaking of uh, nicknames, I did want to point out that the, uh, the the 60th pick of the draft, the last pick by the Jazz, Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Irrelevant, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop his nickname in here with with his name, but uh, last pick of the draft was Tyrone Smoochy Wallace. <laughs> Smoochy. Uh, a big big nod to uh, Key and Peel there. That's real. Mm. Uh, yeah, there were some great. Uh, there were some other great storylines in the draft. Forty-eight-year-old uh, Thon Maker <laughs> was drafted by the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, uh, both his kids and grandkids were there, very excited for him. So pumped. Uh, Thon Maker is a this kid from Australia who is being touted as a nineteen-year-old. However, his senior high school yearbook has surfaced from 2010. Mm-hmm. What? So that gentleman is probably 23 or 24 years old. And possibly yeah. older than that because there's some speculation that he's from Australia via Sudan and yes. his parents had left in the middle of a in the middle of the war and Kind of lost a year or two for him. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, immediately the uh, – where do you go? Milwaukee? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, immediately the Bucks started taking some flack of, like, how – you know, why would you be so stupid as to draft this kid who's not a kid? But you'd have to think that they probably had a pretty good handle on that and still chose – yeah, they, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a seven footer who can shoot threes. And yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, like, to in the like end, does Kevin it, Garnett. Does it really matter? No, How about, I mean, it could you certainly affect the longevity of one's career, but in theory, in you're, the you're talking 10, 12 years. 
you know, it's impossible. The the guys who are working in the front office now aren't going to be here for the end of his career if he if he is a solid player. So right. Um. Yeah. Um. The point guard from Oakland got drafted to the uh, world champion Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's all. I just wanted to mention that the Cleveland Cavaliers are the world champions of basketball. Yes. <laughs> The Chicago Bulls lost their roses but kept their valentine. Hello. Ah! There it is. Uh, <laughs> however, Denzel Valentine also has a bad knee, so that'll be fun for Chicago for the next four years Ooh, also. Woof. I know, right? Uh, overall, I, th- I thought it was a great draft. It was fun to watch. There were more international players that went in the first round than ever before, which speaks to a couple of things. Boston had five picks, uh, and the influence that Popovich has been able to have, I think, is widespread with some of these players going and what they've been able to do overseas. I think it's great. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Yeah, great job. Boy, this thing's a blowout, but let's sit down for some garbage time. All right, boys, give me one NBA free agency hot take to kick off this garbage time. Carmelo Anthony goes to the Chicago Bulls, engineered the whole Rose trade, so he wouldn't have to share the spotlight here. And he's going to try to Freaky Friday so fucking Lala <laughs> stays out with, with D. Rose <laughs> and the Burrows. I like that. Uh, mine is Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and Hassan Whiteside all join forces together <gasps> in Philadelphia. <gasps> And still lose 62 games next season. Uh, wow. wow. So you think the 76ers would double their wins to 20? I do. That's be- huge. Be- between the draft picks, you got Rondo as an actual point guard. Hassan Whiteside is going to be their max free agent. And Lance Stevenson coming off the bench. I think they get a chance to win almost 30 games. Trust the process. R.I.P. Sam Hinkie. Justin and Mel. Mello and Derek. We got any other hypotheses about upcoming sports Freaky Fridays or anything maybe you think might have already happened that we're that we're watching fly under the radar? Well, I think Cleveland definitely Freaky Friday with some other city. (laughs) 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 Well, I think the funny thing is to find out which team we Freaky Friday with, it could take up to a half a century. (laughs) (laughs) We need to see in 50 years which team has had nothing but futility to figure out, oh, that's who Cleveland got it from. (laughs) Well, as soon as the Spurs stop winning, I think we'll have our answer. Oh, man, if we can be half of the Spurs, I'll die a happy man. Brad Stevens and little Timmy Saunders have... Freaky Friday bodies with each other when they attempted to dunk Oreo cookies in milk at the exact same time. So somewhere, 
there is a sixth grader running around with a full beard and NBA coach's body, and Brad Stevens has Timmy's. Sorry, Brad. Uh... What were the last couple questions? I lost track. So I did the hot takes. I did the Freaky Friday. That was mine. Um, Name the Vegas NHL Vegas expansion NHL team, team and when did you stop playing soccer? Love it. Uh, all right. The Vegas NHL team has yet to be named. Boys, you just got hired by the NHL. What are we calling this franchise? Mm. Oh. The Las Vegas Rat Pack. Huh. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> they might have some unconventional equipment. But I think the Las Vegas Carrot Tops stand a real chance at winning the Stanley Cup next year. <laughs> uh, maybe the Las Vegas Gallaghers. Free Poncho Knights. What about the Las Vegas Bengal Tigers? <laughs> we'll eat your face off. <laughs> uh, it's what Roy would have wanted. <laughs> mm. um, maybe, th maybe that's it. Maybe they could be like uh, them and like the rainbows or something. Like they could be the Siegfried and Roy G. Bibbs. <laughs> oh, man. Love that. Love it. It'll probably just be the strip. Strippers. <laughs> strippers. The Las Vegas strippers. All right. Last, but certainly not least on the docket here. At what age did you guys stop playing soccer and why? In utero. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of kicks and your mom pushed on your head and said, no, no more. Yeah, exactly. Put the kibosh on that. Yeah. Mine ended halfway through my eighth grade year when we were warming up on the field and one of our sweepers had kicked a ball and I wasn't looking and just caught a cross to the face. Oh, God. Knocked me out cold. I mean, like, out. Really? Unconscious. Damn. Uh, they wake me up. Brian, what are you? I'm playing soccer. What's wrong? Okay, no, you're fine. You just got knocked out. Who's the president? Oh, Lincoln. Lincoln's the president. Oh, no. Okay, you're going to sit this one out for a little bit, little guy. Yeah. So you got hit so hard, you went back in time 150 <laughs> years. I, I know, right? And then I learned a little lesser lesson about history, and it was phenomenal. And then you wrote a hip-hop play about it, and the rest is... 1776. <laughs> the Battle Link of Gettysburg, 1860. Four score and seven years. Four score and seven <laughs> years ago. Uh, and then I came back and played in the second half uh, because, you know, we didn't know anything about no. concussions in 94. Holy no. Uh, uh, and then I didn't play any more soccer that year. Uh, so I played soccer every single year from when I was five years old until I was 18. I played at least one season of soccer, all rec league until I got to high school and I played, uh, varsity for those four years. Um, while I was in high school in my senior year, I believe our goalie took a knee to the face, to the jaw, knocked him out cold, lying on the grass. He like slowly got up, like swore he was okay. A uh, couple minutes later, he called uh, my friend Mac and was like, hey, hey, man, hey, hey, hey. And he, like, went back and he was like, what's up, buddy? And he was like, where are we? 
<laughs> and Max is like, T.O., 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 uh, we got to get this guy off the field. And he was, like, naming everyone on the bench just to, like, make sure he could do it. And he skipped someone. And later he confessed to me that it was just because he couldn't remember her name. Like, legitimately. Not, like, concussed. Just, like, I felt fine at that point. Um, I just like Students. couldn't remember her name, and I was like, "Buddy, you got head knockies." <laughs> um, oh I played God. one uh intramural season in uh college because it was easier to play intramurals as a freshman than it was after that because your like halls would do it. Um, mm-hmm. so that stopped me from playing at that point, and then for a long time I played pickup on Saturdays with a bunch of upper improvisers, and then a bunch of people moved away, and we can never field enough people. So that's why I haven't. That's why I stopped playing soccer. Oh, kind of a sad story, really. Probably shouldn't have gone last. <laughs> no, that's a great note to end it on. Yeah, it's better than my brain cell. Huli? No. I'm so. President Johnson says that he has a very important message coming off the wire. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, boys, I think that's all we got this week. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Joe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Joe. Start an Instagram account for us. Still waiting. Stop talking lowly human. I, Robo Jackson is here to drop some knowledge on your asses. There is one great human on this planet, the rest of you are a bunch of breathers, but Daniel Miller is a metal god mixed in with you meat sacks. Daniel has made you three losers an Instagram account. Thank him with riches beyond his wildest dreams, it is the least you can do. From sports retorts, and the dopest robot in the universe, we thank you Daniel. Robo, out. If you listen to this show on iTunes, rate it, review it, helps other people find it. If you listen to the show in another way, rate it and review it on that platform. There's so many ways to help us out and tell people about the show. Well, uh, we'll be seeing you in a couple of weeks when we'll have a little bit more on baseball, I'm sure. As that unfolds, we inch closer towards the Olympics. We inch further away from anyone playing hockey ever again. Joe, one last time, buddy. What happened? Introducing the world champions of professional basketball, your Cleveland Cavaliers! This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am GrabBot23548X. My hands are small, I know. My hands. <laughs>
<laughs> it's just like it's just so annoying for some reason. My hands are small, I know. 